You didn't get Hardy Spirit? Oh, come on, man. You had to get Hardy Spirit. Hardy showed up. Man, that's crazy. Hardy Spirit. It's the Hardys. Yeah. Yeah, everybody can use. Especially Hardys. They can definitely use it. Hardys are awesome. But that's not how Rumpage started off. It started off with your favorite and mine, Mr. Death Masturbator himself, Darby Allen. <laughs> he had a match. And he was going up against Mark Quinn. And Mark Quinn decided to say, Darby, I want to join your Death Masturbation Squad. Because Mark Quinn tried to kill himself with a 450 off the top rope onto the floor onto Darby Allen. Why? Why? And correct me if I'm wrong, but like they took off the mat too, right? Because like it seemed like a spot that had no mat on it. No, there's no mat right there where they did it at. There was no yeah. mat there. Yeah, no, he 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 just did it. That's like that's the place where it's no mats. Like right in the front of the front area, there's no mats there. Yeah. So that had to fucking hurt. It fucked both of them up. They got back in the ring and finished the match and Darby won. And then after Darby won. Sting and Isaiah Cassidy fighting, and then the Andrade style of office came out, and they were there. They were like, "Hey, we're gonna kill everybody!" And then all of a sudden, we hear the Hardy Hardy just show up, and they just and they had their whole gear on, and Matthew did the delete. And Darby was looking, wondering why his dad was there. And he thought Sting with his dad. Now he has two dads. He's so happy. He's happy as hell. Yeah, Matt probably his dad too. There you go. All three of them. Happy. So then we get to the back and we see Scorpio Sky and Dan Lambert and Ego Ethan Page. And they're talking. And next week. It's going to be Wardlow versus Scorpio. And Scorpio says he's going to beat him. And I'm going to defend both my titles. Undefeated streak and my TNT title. Scorpio out. And snapped his fingers and everything disappeared. He's like, hey, you can't keep doing that. One day you're going to snap into the commercial and never come back. You want to do that? No. That's what had happened on the show before. <laughs> it probably did. Then we get a house of yeah, one boat. But then we get a House of Black promo where they're talking about ending somebody and their secret is out and they're going to be blind because we're going to paint the world blind and something, something, something about we're going to kill you. But I honestly don't know who they're talking about. I'm not even joking. I have no idea who they're talking about. Because their feud with Death Triangle is over, right? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, whoever this is, is somebody new. Because the Death Triangle feud is over. But I, I don't know who the fuck it can be. 
I was gonna say, in theory, it should be either fucking uh, uh, Pac or um, Penta Escudo. Yeah, but like I said, the Death Triangle feud should be over. So yeah. it should just move on to something new. Like, we should have something completely new where it's like they're getting in a feud and they're doing stuff. And it's like, hey, yay, guys. Okay, but whoever this is, it's weird. Yeah. Then we had Jamie Hater versus Mercedes Martinez. And they have a match, a long rolling match. Jamie gets the win. Rosa comes out to help Mercedes. And they run off. And that was good. Then we get a Sheeta promo. And she's ready to face Serena Deeps again and again and again and again. And again, because you hurt me, and I have to get revenge again, and again, and again, and again. Like I told you out the box, I missed Sheeta. I didn't miss this feud. Like I hope this feud is over after this match. Yes. So then we get Keith Lee, Keith Lee, Keith Lee versus QT. And of course, Keith Lee beats. Yeah, of course. I make things work. Keith Lee beats QT. Then all of the rest of the Nightmare Factory come in. They get beat up. Then here comes Ricky Starks and Hobbs. I'm like, oh, this is this is gonna go the same way. Ricky Starks is trying to beat down Keith Lee. He powers out of it and then. Powerhouse Hobbs. Spine Busters. Keith Lee. Damn. That's going to be a good match when it happens. Just when I won. Yeah. It's going to happen soon, but like, also, damn. Yeah. Damn. So then we have the main event. Which is Swerve. Shane Strickland versus Tony Nice. It, it was a good match. It was a little good match. Swerve has new music. Wait, what? Uh-huh. Is it Shane Swerve Strickland or Swerve Shane Strickland? It's Shane Swerve Strickland. That's, that's the name that I know, so that's what I'm going with. Okay. Yeah, but like I think that's his new version is Swerve Strange Shane Strickland. But gotcha. I'm going with Shane Swerve Strickland. Because that's what I know him by. So that's it. Okay. The man who held eleven titles in the twelve companies that he's worked for. Insane. Insane. Right. That's just insane. So now all he has to do is get a title here in AEW and he's got 12 for 12. How about that? Fucking awesome. But they did have an awesome match. It was like an upgrade of their 205 Live match. But yeah, it was like fucking awesome. And I know somebody's like, but it was a WWE watered down match. Dude, no one paid attention 
205 Live, meaning none of the fucking producers, writers, or anything paid attention to 205 Live. So they just went out there and fucking wrestled how they wanted to wrestle. No one cared. They just wrestled. They just were on TV wrestling fucking amazingly. And like, this was shit. Mm-hmm. Like, 205 Live, now known as Level Up, and fucking um, Main Event, or some sucky shows. I don't know about Level Up yet. Still haven't reviewed that. But they put up some bangers because they know they paid attention. Yeah, because like, everybody just goes, oh, those shows suck. When 205 Live was out, there was so many times where there was matches on 205 Live that was like, oh my god, this is a great match. This is a great match. This is a great match. But nobody was watching it. Like, nobody reported on it. Nobody watched it. But these were great fucking matches. Yep. Same with main event. Like, main event had some crazy matches. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's the thing. Hey, mm-hmm. do you want to see the Briscoes at AEW? No. <laughs> Neither do AEW. They don't want to see them. Oh, Okay. Because Warner Media said, hey, man, hey, we heard all of this shit that Jay Briscoe said a long time ago. Yeah, nah, we can't have him on our channel. Not at all. That's that's bad for PR. We can't do it. So you can't sign him. You can't put him on your, your show. Sorry. We're not letting you sign him. I was like, damn. Good for Warner Media. They they stepped up and said no. I never like applauded a fucking corporate like entity, but <laughs> good for y'all. But, no, but you know what makes this like really funny is like years ago when they were going to get signed, and WWE immediately saw that and was like, "We want nothing to do with the Briscoes at all." Everybody was like. Okay, and then five minutes later, they're like, "It's so strange. Like WWE didn't sign the Briscoes. They're such a great tag team." It's like, "Hello, did you just forget what happened? Like WWE dropped the ball on signing the Briscoes because they're such a great tag team." It's like, "No, they they they, they, they said to stop, and they did stop. Like, come on, no, that's, yeah. no, ah, that stuff. Like, and." It's like it always bothered me when people just like overlooked and yelled at WWE for not signing them. It was like that they didn't sign them for the same exact reason because Triple H literally had the contracts out and was like, "Yo, I want to sign the Briscoes." And when that shit went down, when I don't remember which Briscoe it was, but they just totally said this whole long homophobic rant. Triple H was like, "Give me that." Give me that contract. He's like, I'm not signing you. I'm not going after you. Too bad. Good luck on your future endeavors. But we didn't get signed. I don't care. Future endeavors, you. You got future endeavor without even getting signed. God damn. Yeah. Clean up their act and apologize on Ring of Honor TV. Because Ring of Honor wasn't going to just let them on TV without apologizing. But it's like, nah, we're, like you guys got to apologize. They apologized, went back to normal. Everybody half-ass forgot what was going on. I was like, okay. All right. 
Like, I admit that they're a good tag team, but they're horrible people. Yeah. Like, that's, like, the only problem. And, like, you can't separate the two in their case. Like, they walk around with the Confederate flag. Like, it's, you can't do that. Like, they're living the gimmick. More so yeah. than usual. Yes. So, yeah, like, good luck with your future endeavors. Yep. So, we got an update on Regal because Regal said something in his promo how he wasn't long for this world. And apparently he might not be long for this world. I know on the other podcast I said I didn't know if it was a wrestling world or like a real world, but apparently it's the real world. He said he's not not doing well in his heart issues. So he's saying he he doesn't he's saying he doesn't know how long he has. So it's just like it's really sad. That is sad. Hopefully he stays around for a long enough time. Yep. A good while. Yeah. But yeah, that's sad. So, on to the land of Smakuladam. It was a show. A show that was there. The show that was there. Stuff happened. Crazy funny stuff happened. Then crazy bad stuff happened. And then more stuff happened. It was a show. It was a show. Good night, people. <laughs> no, there's no good night, people. Like we have to review the show. Oh, because like the way you do, they, they did it, they, like when that review on it. Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> no. Go on. So SmackDown starts off with Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar saying that he wants to beat the shit out of Roman Reigns. He said. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Now you have to bleed your own blood. And he kept saying it like he wants the first blood match with him. I don't know if that's true, but he just kept saying it like that. I got the same impression. Yeah. And then Paul Heyman comes out and Paul Heyman is like, the tribal chief is not here, sir. And you, you have to calm down. And Brock said, I'm not coming down. I'm going to kill you. And Heyman just starts running, and Brock runs after him. It is the most craziest, sickest thing I've ever seen. Because Brock's running at full speed. He gets backstage. It's two fucking security guys. He just goes, boom, pushes the two security guys. They go flying into the wall, knock down the table. Two other guys show up like, hey, Brock, woof. And he just starts mowing people down, running at top speed, just fucking people up. He took one guy, because he stayed there long enough, he took him, flipped him upside down, and just left him, and ran after Paul Heyman. Heyman actually got away. It was kind of fucked up, but Heyman actually got away. I'm like, what the fuck? Dude, what the... Like, Brock's a beast. Like, Brock's a beast more than before. He's a real beast. The only thing that kind of bothered me is promo seems like scripted. You know, like 
had he done some cursing like he normally tends to do, it would seem more believable. No, okay, so I, to me, I felt like he was calm because he wanted to bait Roman out so he can murder him. That's what it felt to me. He was calm so he can murder this guy. But that's not, yeah, that's not what happened. So then we get a backstage with Sarah Schreiber or whatever her name is. And we have Red Holland and Shemus with Hammers. So right before this, we got a report that someone was getting a makeover. His name was going to be Butch and it wasn't going to be fun. And I immediately went, oh my God, it's going to be Pete Dunn, isn't it? And lo and behold, it was Pete Dunn. And I just yelled out, no, it's you. Why did it have to be you? Pete Dunn's name is Butch now. It's Butch. How do you feel about it? Talk to me. Um, I mean, as of right now, just a name. Apparently, he's a... Like, but, like, we had to see progresses, but is it me or did he get like progressively smaller? Or is it just because he's next to the other two? He's next to two big meaty men. That's it. Yeah. Here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. All of that is fine and good to be angry at. It's fine. But immediately, like, as soon as this happened, I was like, okay, first off, they changed their name, which is kind of a good sign. I know people are like, no, that's so bad. It's a good sign, which means Vince is actually paying attention to him. It's like, oh, I actually care about this dude. I want to change his name because I want to own his marketing because he's going to get over. Vince thinks he sees something. And two, yeah, and two, I feel like this was going to go to WrestleMania. Like, and he was going to get his first WrestleMania match, and it was going to be great. And I was going to be like, well, I mean, fuck it. His name is Butch, but he got the WrestleMania. Like, that's all that matters. And, like, in two years when you got Butch turning back to Pete Dunn, or, like, turning to some other cool name, you're like, oh, shit. He's, like, he's a fucking star. Yeah. But, you know, like, shit happens. When I mean shit happens, tag team match between Big and Ridge Holland and Shemus and shit's going in a match shit's going in a match we get a spot outside Ridge Holland belly to belly suplexes Big E right on his fucking head and I just screamed out oh no cause it just it looked bad I was hoping for the best but it was not the best I mean, it was better than bad, but it's not. It wasn't the best. Yeah, because Biggie broke his neck. They finished the match, and Butch beat the shit out of Kofi while he was dead. Even though Biggie was laying on the outside with a broken freaking neck, they put Biggie on the stretcher. They took him out, and Biggie's. Has a broken neck. I don't, I don't know much more than that. He could move his arms and legs, but it's a broken neck. Like Ricky Starks had a broken neck, and he came back yeah. in a couple weeks. So yep. I mean, hopefully, if that 
bad. Like Ricky Starks bad. Like not really fucked up bad. Like having broken necks in wrestling is basically a common occurrence. Like de- depending like the vertebrae you injure and whatever. So as long as he can move his arms and legs, like he should be fine. Yeah, but what if this is the one where he can't get back in the ring? I don't think that's a thing. I think he will get back in the ring. Especially, like, the way, like, passionate about wrestling and, like, the way he trains and shit. He'll be back like Cena, because Cena, like, broke his neck at one point, too. That's true. It's going to be one of those things where they say he'll be back, for example, off the top of my head, nine months. He'll be back in three. Hopefully. Hopefully that's the thing. It's not way more serious than that. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not trying to, like, downplay it. Broken Neck is serious, but, you know, like... He's like a damn Jaws off thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was, like, straight up bad. Yeah. So, then we had Sami Zayn in backstage and he's backstage and Caleb Braxton was like yo did you see what was on TMZ that Johnny Knoxville put your phone number out there like a lot of people were calling you how do you feel about this hey let's take a look at Johnny Knoxville showing your phone number to like millions and millions of people like here here's more people to see your phone number and Simon's like dude why would you show that like he's like why why they're gonna call me more and she's like oh I'm sorry we just was reporting on it (laughs) he was losing his fucking shit I was like, oh, this is fucking good. This is so good. That just dawned on me. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it just like, so good. So, then we had Drew McEntry. Drew McEntry was coming out with his sword, Angela. And he was going to have the Viking Raiders. Because the Viking Raiders and him were going to have a match against Bartender Cabron. Mad Crap and Jinder Mahuti. But Mad Crap and Barton de Cabron beat the shit out of the, the Viking Raiders. And then everybody came down and tried to beat up Drew. And Drew just totally annihilated everybody except for Barton de Cabron, who sat back and said, No. And walked away. He even fucked up Shanky. Yes. He fucked up Shanky. He beat the shit out of all of them. It, it was it was really funny because it's like you guys really thought that you could beat down Drew Drew just beat the shit out of all of you yep and now bartender Cabrona has to deal with him at Wrestlemania that's your fault haha <laughs> so then we get Ronda Rousey come out I don't give a damn about your revolution and then we get Charlotte Flair. And they just talk about, I'm going to break your leg. I'm going to break your arm. You don't think I could break your leg and your arm? I can break things on you that you can't even break. Well, I'm going to break stuff on you and make you tap out. You're going to tap out too. No, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. That's what it sounded like to me. That's exactly what it sounds like to me. When did they both tapped out at the same time? I wouldn't. I. This was this was the boring lead up to a fucking WrestleMania match. It was like, oh, this is boring as fuck. 
Yeah. It was boring. Like, this is one of them times where it's like, what the fuck is boring as fuck? So, then we got the boss in the glow. And they came out and they faced Renegade's tag team, the House of Cards. Natalia <laughs> and Shayna, the Queen of Hearts and the Queen of Spades. They're the House of Cards. I made a thing. Card thing. If Shayna. Yes, if Shayna and Natty wins, they would go to WrestleMania and turn this into a four way. But weirdly, they lost. They lost the, the Boston Glow. And then Pat McAfee tells the House of Cards, sorry you lost. And it just moves on. It's like, what the fuck? That was fucking crazy. I could have sworn he was going to say, sorry for your damn luck, like fucking um, James Storm. I wish he would have said that. I really do. It would have been so cool. So then we have the Usos. They come out and they say, we got the tag team titles and stuff is going to happen. No opponent, and then she's getting a camorra. And Boobs come out, and Boobs is limping. And Boobs says, You know, we can beat you guys at WrestleMania for the tag title. And I said, I called that a week ago, Boobs. Shut up. So Jay Uso says, I'll take on Boobs. And Boobs, if you beat me, y'all get y'all WrestleMania match. Boobs showed off his strength, threw him around a lot. Fucked them up a lot, wind up getting the win, and they're going to WrestleMania. So that's the thing. And then the Usos broke a guitar over Rick Boogle Doogles. I was like, oh, well, that's a thing. Guitar in the pole match. Okay, no, no. <laughs> so then it was time for the main event. We don't do that here. Ready, <laughs> and this was this was the best part of the show that made me laugh because Sammy comes out, then Ricochet comes out, and then I just go, and there goes Austin Theory, and Renegade goes, "Ha ha, of the other show. I know you're fucking with me." It's like, no, Austin Theory's here. It's like, wait, what? It, yeah, Austin Theory actually did come out. So it, it was weird. It was weird. Retrospect, it does make sense because he's feuding with McAfee. So, yeah. Yeah, but it threw you off. And then, okay. then Austin Theory talking mad shit to Pat McAfee. And Pat McAfee gets up and just beats the living fuck out of Austin Theory. I don't mean just a little bit. I mean the living fuck out of Austin Theory. Like, fucks him up. He gets on the table and beat. Yeah, he did. The security had to stop him. Security was like, no, Pat, don't kill him. Even Michael Cole was like, that's enough. That's enough. Calm down. They're going to kill that boy. <laughs> and they separated the two of them. And they took Pat McAfee off a of commentary. This is all before the match started, by the way. Don't say, oh, they distracted the match. The match didn't start yet. So then it came back, the bell rang, match started, good match. 
Sammy My question is this for the McAfee thing, right? Mm-hmm. Fucking, uh, what you call it? Cole said something to the effect of, like, McAfee might get in trouble for this. Would this affect his commentary job, you think? Or no? Like, it doesn't matter. Okay, so, we'll be honest. It honestly doesn't matter. I really, I really 100% mm-hmm. want him to be on commentary because I love his commentary. Yes. I love his commentary. But knowing him as a person, I kind of want him to, to wrestle because he actually wants to be a wrestler. And I didn't know that, I didn't know his wants and dreams and love of being a wrestler. Like, I didn't pass- know that he... Yeah, he's, like, completely passionate. I'm like, damn, dog. Like, okay. He's like, okay. Like, he loves this shit. Cool. So, yeah, like, I hope he, like, gets his wrestling. Because, you know, wrestling. And I'm, I'm glad that he's getting his match and all of that stuff. But, like, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ricochet won the match. Once again, pretty damn good match. Pretty damn good match. I fucking Knoxville. Mm-hmm. But it was like a pretty damn good match. Pretty damn good yeah. match. And then we had the rest of the build-up for the Charlotte Fair in a Ronda Rousey match. Because... Uh, they just start fighting backstage like they did that one time when they were fighting in a car and a car fucked up. They tried to recreate it but didn't break the car this time and it was still a fight and it was just weird and there was nothing breaking. Charlotte tried to tap out Ronda. It was very fucking crazy. It's like, what the fuck? It was, it was, it was like, what the fuck? Is the mirror that the same car? They look at the same car. No, two, two total different cars. Oh, okay. It was like the fuck is like that's like. I mean, it got a lot of people hyped. Not me, but a lot of people. And I was like, eh, no, whatever. I mean, it's what it is. I mean, no. if you compared the two builds they did for tonight, this one was better than the first one. So, not by much. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was better like in comparison to the two builds, but like at the same time, it's like, yeah. It is, it is, it is what it is. Yeah. So that was, um, Smucklebout. Yes. Question. Mm-hmm. Dude, how do you feel about paying money to go meet a 15-year-old girl? That question, like, no, I don't want nothing to do with it. Chris Henson might fucking like try to knock me up and all that, so no, <laughs> no, but seriously, like, this is a famous 15 year old girl. Don't you want to pay money to meet her? No, I'm okay. And anybody who pays to fucking see her is fucking sick. That's what I was thinking, but she's fucking promoting herself. It's a fucking. It's a fucking meet and greet with Izzy. Dude, she's a fucking child. 
She's a fucking child. Like, I'm sorry, she may be a teenager. Yeah, she's a teenager. Dude, if you pay money to go see this girl, you're fucking creepy. Like, you can't tell me, oh, I'm a fan of hers. You can't be a fan of a fan. It is so fucking creepy. And she's so fucking young. Like, dude, it's, it's weird. It's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. And she's promoting it like, hey, guys, my meet and greet is this day. And you guys can come out and meet me. Like, no. And that has to be the most uncomfortable thing she has done, quote, unquote, her whole career. Quote, yes, unquote. and it's like, no, it's like, no. Like, I don't know anybody that wants to meet you. And, like, it's probably some creepy guys like, oh, man, I get that. I get to hug Izzy. She's so it's like ill, like ill. Yeah, if it's a female that wants to see her, that's okay. I think it depends. It depends on if you're not creepy. Like I want to take pictures of every person that's going to meet her. Like every person that's going to meet her, take a picture of you and put you on a registry because that's what needs to happen. It's Jesus Christ, dude. Like, it is so fucking creepy. And then there's people defending it. It's like, well, she's she's a wrestling star. She's getting money. She's fifth fucking team. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, anybody that's trying to justify this is just insanely great. Like, you're insanely crazy. It's like, this is not the type of shit that you do. It's not the type of shit that you do. Her parents are fucking insane for going, okay, you could do this. You could have a meet and greet. Ew! Says her parents are pimping her out. Like, for real, for real. Ew! Like, just, ew, dude. Like, ew. And I know somebody's gonna be like, oh, you're hating because she's a fan and she got popular. She's 15! If she was somebody else, if she was like, I'm 30 or like it would be like okay that's kind of more reasonable I'm still not going and and I'm not going to be a fan of a fan like you have nothing else other than oh I'm a fan of these people and I'm popular for being a fan of these people I trained to wrestle and people said I didn't train and they got blackballed like dude like no 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 like no like the authority should be called they should all be called and should say, hey, these people are pimping out this little girl and all of these pedals are going to see her. Do something. Do something. I hope this has Chris Hansen in there and he pops up and like, so you thought you were going to get away with it. That's the only acceptable. That's the only acceptable thing here. If Chris Hansen pops up and says, so you thought you were going to get away with it. That's it. That's the only way I'm accepting this. Because Anything else is uncivilized and not even in the cool way. Has to be done, especially by her parents. Not so much her, because she's a little girl and she's impressionable. You know what I mean? But you're a parent. You could easily tell her, "Fuck no." You know what I mean? No, you're not doing this. You know what I mean? You could, but like, what? Just why? Like, why would she even? Why? This is just so insane. It's so insane, dude. 
It's fucking insane. We don't have, you know, much more news, but like, just go. There's a lot of love and out. Big E. And I'm not just talking about from WWE. I'm talking about from everywhere. AEW, the Indies, like any that exists in wrestling space is like, yo, hope you get well, Big E. We love you. Like, we're praying for you, Big E. And it's like, this is like, hey, so people cool. outside of wrestling. Like, shout out to him, you know? Yeah, like, Cause it's like he's a really good dude. It's like, it's like, oh shit! Like Big E's just getting love, and it's like all these people are loving him. And it's like that's that's cool. Yeah, it, it's, it was great. It was like really fucking fast. Yeah, hopefully he does come back. Hopefully, yeah. Prayerfully, we're praying for that. Praying for that. Yep. But, um. Anything else? Uh, best what you say, Biggie. Not like joking. This shit. Just hope Biggie gets better. Get well soon, Biggie. Yeah. <laughs>